0: Sport Press. Me.
1: Featuring hosts Jay Hove, Chef, Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show.
0: (laughs) You sure you want to bet Wheezy before we press this button? I don't want to bet. (laughs) Uh, Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building say what's up. We said, "What it do? What it do?" Big B's coach like back in the building say what's up, Cal. What's happening?
2: What's happening? He said, "Big B's. goodness gracious, how you
1: doing, Weezy? No more YG for the podcast. No No more. No more. No more. Goodness (laughs)
2: gracious, man. How y'all boys doing, man? Doing great, Coach. How you doing, brother? Man, I can't complain, man. Good, good weekend time. Good weekend time.
0: You know they can see you, right? That'd be all right." It'll
2: be all right, is what he said. Okay. not care.
0: Put in the camera. Like, what's it about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Now, nah, but you don't know what the hell is wrong, wheeze. Episode 338. We're closing out the NBA playoffs with the winners and losers of the 2020 NBA bubble playoffs.
1: FSP style.
0: Always FSP style.
1: Better damn know it.
0: Better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, with Jeff. Best of the week. What you got, buddy?
1: Man, I finally finished that 50 Cent book, man. Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. It's a good read, man. I've been procrastinating, finishing a lot of books this year. I started about five or six, hoping this get my momentum going. I can finish some stuff up, man. It was a
0: pretty good read. Shout out to 50 Cent, man. It's a good read. Heard you. Heard you. Shout out to 50. What you got, Wheeze? Best of the week. Uh,
3: this week's best, week, best of the week for me was the um had kind a of little battle in the city, man, between two local rappers. Yeah. I had a party in my own house. Had a good time. It was a good show. It was
0: a good show. A little bit of nostalgia, huh? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Most definitely. Locke, what you got?
2: Uh, Travis Scott, man. He tweeted that he would take care of five kids' first semester tuition that tweeted him. He put that on his Twitter. And then he followed up by saying that you must be attending an HBCU for them to do it. So, you know, he's going to take care uh, of five lucky's kids' college tuition for the first semester. So that's what's up from Travis Scott. Shout out to him.
0: Shout out to Astro World Travis Scott. Oh. Uh, my best of the week is Russell Westbrook, man. On his way out of the NBA bubble in Orlando, Florida, Westbrook, he wanted to show his appreciation for the housekeepers at, the Glen, at the, excuse me at the Grand Floridian Hotel. He did that with an $8,000 tip, man. He said they did such a great job over those 80 days that he was in the bubble. Well, a little shorter for him. He was there probably right around 60. Um, they, they did such a great job. He wanted to put a tip out there for the cleaning crew. So shout out to Russell Westbrook for sure. Here's the thing. I like Russell Westbrook, the human being. Very similar to a lot of people um, like LeBron James. Is the it's his fans that rub me the wrong way for sure? Oh,
1: just say it's me, just say it's
0: me. Us fans, <laughs> it's just not you. No, <laughs> it's fans. It's just, the Westbrook Legion of fans are right, a sick bunch of people, man. sick, sick. They <laughs> thought i sick. Yeah, what, And what
1: are the Steph Curry fans? What oh, are yes, well, yes,
0: well, you know, we, we're, we're all rule breakers. Let's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Worst of, well, yeah, I, worst of the week. I'm man. already talking. I'll knock yeah. mine right out. Yeah. Uh, my worst of the week, man, is I'm going to say, I think, Jay, you can agree with me on this. Lock. I know you can agree with me. Weezy, even you. Supposed to be homecoming this weekend. Supposed to be homecoming this weekend. I wish you
0: homecoming. The only homecoming. The only
1: homecoming that matters.
0: Jeff, <laughs> Jeff I wish I had something to pull out for. <laughs>
1: Those of us that you know went to the land of the golden sunshine, this is supposed to be our homecoming
0: weekend. and Here's the question Would we be record- recording this? No, song? no, nah. say, oh, you already got to finish the question. No, Hell no. no. we
2: would have had a week off. You knew the answer to that question before you even got yourself together to say that. Took
0: me a while to say it. I tell you, that. we would have had a week off. Yes. <laughs> we What you got? Worst of the week. My words
3: of the week was uh, the Lakers, man. Actually, walking off the court before the game was over the other night. I didn't like that. You don't do that. That's two things LeBron didn't did. Maybe Uh like I didn't like the way he sat sat down the court the other, down the court when they won the conference finals. They doing they're doing the ceremony. He sat down on the court. Yeah, yeah, that was a little I didn't weird. like that, man. What you got, coach?
2: Man, I got a little gym experience, man. I was in the gym working out. And you know how you, you know, they got the, the cable machines that you can do to add the extensions to or the attachments to. So um, this Caucasian lady is on one side of it, and she's using one of the attachments. And the attachment I want to use is on the floor. So I walk up to her, say, hey, can I use the attachment right there? Like, no. What? No. You're not even using the attachment. But I'm use, I'm about to use it. But you can't use both attachments at the same time. I said, oh, okay. So I politely just grabbed it and walked away and went and did it anyway. <laughs> oh, God.
3: I, I knew you did something like that. I thought yeah, you were
2: man. she started, She started getting all loud. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And this, I know what's wrong. Because it, it was a couple other guys there that were the Caucasian also. And they just started laughing. And then she kind of walked away from it, And she, they just said, man, don't even worry about it. She done done that to about three different people. Shout out to her.
0: Shout out to her, for sure. Definitely worst of the week. Uh, my worst of the week is Madden 21. They added Giannis Antetokounmpo to the game, but still hadn't fixed the franchise. We don't need Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's a spoiler alert. We don't need that. What we need is a way that we can see a damn playoff tree of who's potentially playing in the playoffs. Fix that first before you put a basketball player into a football game.
2: Dumb asses. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's never played football at like that.
0: Yeah, well, come on, man. If it was LeBron, it would kind of make sense. You want to play in the yard? I get that. But bro, we need some stuff really fixed and man, dude. The juke don't work the way it works. Oh, where, where the terrible. juke at? Where the juke at? Fix the juke. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and all his brothers too, not just Giannis. All and his it's the, whole damn, it's the whole damn Antetokounmpo family. Yeah. Why
1: they why they play football? It's a, they have this thing.
0: (laughs) Stat of the week. Shout out to Coach Penny for this fun. It's a collaborative effort. Before uh, we recorded this podcast, I was asking Weezy, hey, Weezy, you want to bet that the Lakers would go in a gentleman's sweep against the uh, Miami Heat? So here's the reason why. The Lakers, round one series results versus the Blazers. Gentleman's sweep, four to one. The Lakers round two series results versus the Rockets, four to one. The Lakers round three series results versus the Nuggets, four to one. And the Lakers finals results right now against the Heat, it's three to one. You know how old Kobe Bryant was when he passed away?
1: Are we doing that? 41. I know. One. One. We're doing that today.
0: Okay. 4 to 1 throughout the entire playoffs, Lakers in five. Let's go home. You
3: just,
1: you it's just like that Tupac was. Tupac, the seven day theory, seven days later he, he hey, was hey Jeff.
0: Yeah, Jeff he was you respect on the cover this. For seven days. <laughs> Jeff, you respect this. It was written.
1: Oh Lord. Oh.
2: Here we go. Yeah. Who, who album is that, Weezy? Mm. All right. So make sure y'all check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch you up on the past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lute every Wednesday. The latest issue is up, the 21 Savage Savage Mode 2 album review.
0: Have you guys listened to that 21 Savage album? I have. Yeah, no, for sure. Shout out to Savage Mode, man. I,
1: I I like 21 Savage. I was actually asking where 21 Savage was, and then Two weeks later, got an album uh, trailer with Morgan Freeman's voice on it. They got the album. So I'm not mad at it, man. Shout out yeah. to 21. Morgan
0: Freeman is fire. All right. First of the Average podcast, man. Feature myself. <laughs> Tough crowd. And Animal Brown is a self help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new FTYA IG live show, FTYA Fridays, featuring Animal Brown because he's got mail. For sure, analyzing the copper drops for this month's biggest sneakers. Pull up on us on the IG page directly for the culture. Wear your kicks, cop responsibly. Also, we are unveiling the Realville Family Patreon. You can support the team starting October the 18th. Patreon will feature Full Sport Press, On Deck TV, Fresher Than Your Average, and much, much more, man. Be on the lookout October the 18th. Stay tuned for more details. <laughs> shout out to the guys shout out to ab he's been copying man he's been copying good he don't mind letting you know it either he don't mind letting you know he got for sure yeah. mr copper I told you <laughs> yeah for sure jeff you got 10 good wrestling seconds oh yeah let's start the clock tonight it's a big night in the wrestling
1: world it's draft night wwe drafted tonight it's gonna be on smackdown live Everybody's up for grabs. All three shows, from SmackDown to Raw to NXT, can be drafted. You could be drafted from one show to the next, even if you're a champion. Nobody's off limits, even announcers. Somehow they've made this a big thing, and it, it works. It, it worked for one night. Everybody cares about Not everybody. I mean, Golden gets the finals. But, you know, tonight is the draft, three rounds. Three shows per round, so it's going to be pretty fun, man. You can see what the number one pick is, see where they're going. My, my my odds is on Drew McIntyre switching from Raw to SmackDown, but we'll see. And then also, on this week's episode of 808 and Chess Shots, co-host Neat was asking me some pretty wild questions <laughs> that that uh, people were asking about the show. So I'm going to take one and just see what y'all would think,
0: right, uh-huh.
1: so people can tune in and check this out. The One question he asked, uh, when you're ready to get it popping? And when we mean get it popping. We, we know what we mean. What wrestling theme music would you use to get it
0: popping? I, I got I'm going first. Hell, <laughs> well, it's the big show.
1: <laughs> I don't think we top it that <laughs> way. I
0: don't think we top it that I was supposed to follow that. <laughs> I'm that
1: no, No, we ain't I'm, going, of that. I'm
3: going with uh no chance. That's
1: <laughs> no chance in that. <laughs> oh my god. So keep submitting your questions, man. We had a good time on the show. Uh going some of those last week. Make sure you tune in each and every Thursday. 808s and chest shots. Give you a wrestling fix, man. You might not like it, but your auntie love wrestling. That's
0: funny. Ooh, yeah, man. Tweet questions. <laughs> Not those questions. Throughout the week at Sport Press, don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, man, don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend.
0: That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners?
3: I do. This week's award recipient is Seattle Seahawks, Jamal Adams
0: it is for sure jamal adams posted and then deleted a photo of himself watching the game in a week four matchup against the dolphins with his helmet on arms crossed behind his bag and what appeared to be a rolled joint sitting on a coffee table now the two-time pro bowler just favorite safety reposted the photo in the same pose with the apparent joint no longer visible nfl players can no longer be suspended for marijuana following the latest round of CBA negotiations. And FYI, marijuana is also legal in the state of Washington for anyone over the age of 21 at an out of state or in state store. Washingtonians can purchase up to one ounce of usable marijuana at a time. Also, FYI, prior to the new CBA, the NFL had the harshest punishments of any major American sport with regards to marijuana. Players will instead face a small fine if their blood test indicates more than 150 nanograms of THC. Jamal Adams, though, listen, man, you got to know what's going on, man. No, you know you got the blunt right there. Put the
3: blunt up, Jamal. We're going to get that out to him, Brian.
0: That is the definition (laughs) of the yellow box. You guys ready to get started The first? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Please.
1: The first half is underway.
0: Full Sport Press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Hope.
1: It's your boy Big Jeff.
2: It's your boy Weezy. What you it do? It's your man, Coach Locke.
0: Locke, where can they find you it's on
2: social media, my brother? Man, they can check me out on Twitter and IG at Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Let's see. Mm-hmm. Weezy, where you at? I'm FSP underscore Weezy on IG,
0: and no matter how Weezy on Twitter, holla at me. Sure. And Jeff, what about you, my brother?
1: j easler 84 across all social media platforms.
0: <laughs> That's a fake laugh, Jeff. Never hey, how's it going? Weezy, you are back with another week of 3 and Out. How you feeling this week, brother?
3: I'm feeling pretty good. I, think I got some pretty good. I, think I got pretty good three. We'll see how it goes.
0: All right, let's get it.
3: All right, I asked for, Coach, I asked for five, Coach, but they gave me three. But here we go. Uh, two 0-3 teams got their first win this week. The rookie, Joe Burrow, Jay's favorite player, threw for 300 yards in the first win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Carson Wentz, with a next-man-up team, <laughs> beat the 49ers this week. Number two, guess who's back, Jay? Odell Beckham Jr., Boy Doug had a hell of a game, man. He had two touchdowns. He had two touchdowns. And he had three three touchdowns, two catching and one rushing. Number three. Somebody threw 27 for 33. 324 yards and four touchdowns. Who was it? was Aaron Rodgers, man. Did y'all watch that game Monday night? They looked look like he was just playing with those guys. It looked real easy. It looked real easy. And that was it. That's so my three and out this week. I got a bonus. Y'all
0: hear one more? I got a bonus. Nah, we only got you three, B, dog. I need one more. I need one more. Nah, three and out. That's another... Well, down, you're punting, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so sure. Get off the field.
1: <laughs> On third down. You're
0: damn right. We got to get off the field. <laughs> Jeff, we got another week of FSP Fantasy Football coming up, don't
1: we? Yeah, man. We got week five. All right. All right. Let's get it popping, man. We got the three and one. Shout out to big Draco. Versus three and one, A Royale with the Chiefs. Shout out to Twin and Chaz. Um, this is projected to be a a percentage point game by projections. So we'll see. It was two three and one teams right there. Next game we got the one and three coaches corner. Shout out to coach what coach. Nah, let's talk about this real quick. Matt Ryan, all he had to do was throw one touchdown. And I win last week. One touchdown. I lost by four points. To coach Wayman got his first shout out. To Coach Wayman, got his first win. Half of my team was out due to Corona, but you know, nothing I can do about it. Coach Wayman got his first win. And shout out to Matt Ryan, just how to do just one touchdown. Anyway, Coach Wayman, the one in three coaches corner versus the one in three show me them TDs. Coach Wayman is up right now, coming off the Thursday night game. But show me them TDs is projected to win. Got the three and one now. Watch God. First the 0-4, Vanderlei International, one time for Reagan and Sean Walsh. Sean Walsh is projected to win. Uh, Reagan still has Le'Veon Bell in his lineup. Um, Reagan, uh, some people are kind of, you know, we're really playing here. I'm just saying, I know you're listening. Just, uh, yeah, man, just make a change. Le'Veon Bell's not going to score any points. Uh, but, yeah, so <laughs> we got the one in three, the Diplomats. Shout out to Cam versus D. Harris. Uh, D Harris is three and one, and he's projected to lose this one to Cam. I hope Cam does win that because my myself, I am two and two because of that crap last week from Matt Ryan, and I'm going against my co-host Weezy. And Weezy, uh, by projections, by projection,
3: I just I just want I just want to clear it all up why everybody's here.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and I'm talking my all the listeners and the followers for next year, I will not be playing fantasy football no more. I'm done oh with it. Um, I don't give a shit about it. It's fantasy. Oh, my so goodness, I'm
1: done with that shit. Oh wow, shit
2: twice. I'm joining <laughs> yeah. the team, Weezy. Join the yeah. team, man. I've been I'm trying to thing. tell you to join the team.
1: I don't. Yeah. I don't want to hold the show up. But what happened? We. I'm
2: trying to tell oh, you.
3: Well, my whole team got. You know, I ain't got no running back, and I'm just not playing. I'm done with this shit. They got coronavirus and shit like that. You know how to go. Both of my quarterbacks had coronavirus. How is that possible? Welcome quarterback. I had to go get Gardner Mitchell to play. Fuck that? Well, it's, it's the top. Okay. It, it was, it, see that stress
2: on your face right there, Weezy? That's yeah. what I was talking about. That's what I tried to tell you about.
1: That's week five, man. Predictions of the pet. Man, that's tough, Weezy. Y'all just leave me out here by myself,
0: man. <laughs> hey, man. I tried to tell him, man. You know, woof.
1: I might be back the- next
0: year. I might be back next year. So if I'm playing, Weezy gonna play for sure. No,
3: I ain't playing.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of football, let's move on man to the Tennessee Titans. The NFL closed both the Tennessee and Minnesota facilities after eight positive test results for the Titans. Now the Titans were told players cannot gather together for any in-person activities other than at their own home by themselves. Now the very next day, several members of the virus-stricken team, Worked out at a local high school. Those Titans, including the quarterback one, Ryan Tannehill, worked out Montgomery Bell Academy in Nashville after getting permission from coaches at the school. Now, the NFL reportedly has pictures of Titans players not wearing masks while at the team's facility as well. The Titans could be facing a historic punishment for the protocol violation. What will happen to the Tennessee Titans, Phil? They'll
3: probably get a big, big, Big Boy Fine, which I'm I'm completely cool with, cause that's my team. Um, and if they knew going into the season, the NFL knew going into the season, it's gonna be a difficult season, and they put in the proper procedures and what they're supposed to do, and they they figured out they got it right. And the team, I think the Titans kind of took it lightly. Whatever they do, man, they they deserve it. They do.
1: Titans, uh, they are a reflection of Nashville. Nashville didn't take the virus seriously, and you see how you know. That you still in the house. Well, supposed to be, but no one cares. So, <laughs> so which is in turn, you see why our football team is the, is the laughing stock of the league because they keep turning up positive tests. Now they got to play my Bills on a Tuesday night, which is insane. Uh, but this is crazy. They're going to face, I don't think they're going to lose draft picks they're going to, you know, face a heavy fine, you know, get to be an embarrassment to the league. But, they, you know, we'll forget about it once football starts. Once they start playing, nobody will care. they make all the excuses in the world. This is the NFL, you know. As long as they're playing, it's all people care about.
2: They're definitely going to have a huge fine given to them. It just doesn't make any sense, man. It looks bad when you're a leader, leader of the team, and Ryan Tannehill is out there leading the team, and he doesn't have a mask on, and he's out there with him. I understand you want to be with your team, but, you should at least have the sense to say, hey, we're going out here, we need to have our own masks, at least. Because they weren't supposed to be out there anyway, because they weren't supposed to be doing any kind of workouts. But it just looks bad. I'm not going to be surprised if
0: they do take a draft pick, because they're going to want to send a message. Like Weezy mentioned, Roger Cadell warned every team that you have to follow these protocols. And this is the thing. There's a loophole. The only way they can get out of this is if the Titans weren't notified prior to that memo that workouts away from the facility were forbidden in the midst of that outbreak. That's the only way, because technically they weren't in violation of the protocol if they didn't know anything about it. So in turn, if they can have a situation where they didn't know that prior to Roger Goodell coming out with that stuff, they're gonna get them for millions, multiple draft picks over multiple years. They have to set the statement of, hey, we're not playing with this, this is a big deal. Because if not, man, you got positive tests in New York. You got positive tests with the Raiders. It can go into a situation where we set out two or three weeks, and then people aren't getting paid for some of those missed games. So they said if the Bills and the uh, Titans didn't play this week, no team was going to get paid, neither team. So, hey, man, you got to find a way to make sure this is right.
1: If you're the Bills, do you protest this game?
3: Hell no, you don't protest the game. You don't protest the game because you want to play. But the Bills, no, I wouldn't protest the game. Well, anymore. I
1: mean by protesting, I mean, like, do you feel like – because the Steelers players are saying the Titans should forfeit their game. They're
3: to play 13 games straight. They mess up their rhythm.
1: Yeah. So, if if you're the Bills, why not? I'm, not? I'm not saying I would. But if they came out and said, we don't want to do this, we don't feel safe because this team doesn't care about themselves, like – This could be a thing, man. I am something to watch something to think about as the week as the weekend goes on. All
2: right, keeping it in the NFL. We had a coach that uh didn't make it to week five of the NFL before we saw him fired. That is none other than the Houston Texans, Bill O'Brien. Now he was fired at the start of season 0-4, had been a coach for the last seven seasons, posting a record of 52 and 48 with four AFC titles and five winning seasons. He had been named the GM in 2019, and he's been making questionable moves ever since. He traded away one of the best wide receivers, if not the best receiver, in DeAndre Hopkins, and he didn't get a first-round pick for him. He took over the play call in this past week after 0-3 start, and they still lost. So my question is, was his firing long overdue, right on time, or an overreaction?
1: I think it was overdue. You don't trade away DeAndre Hopkins and, and not least get a number one. Like That alone is fireable. Like, that's fireable right there. You you get a number one pick for DeAndre Hopkins. And in some cases, you get two. You know what I mean? If, if you get the right team that's, that's, that's desperate enough and, you know, and you're trying to make a move, you, you definitely get one. No, Don't take this the wrong way, Weezy. Those four – uh, conference titles, well, uh, division titles are fool's gold, though. If you really break down those years they won, those other three teams in the division are terrible Whoa. on a like on a consistent basis. Like lately, the Titans have been the Marcus Mariota years were underperforming. Jacksonville had the one year when they were when they had Ramsey and all those guys, where that defense was killer. And other than that, luck was hurt. And it was just Deion, Deshaun Watson had a chance to, to win. So, no, nah, dude should have been – he should have been out of there.
3: Yeah, I, I completely agree with what Jeff just said. He made – I didn't know he was a GM, too. That would blew me. He made some horrible, horrible GM moves. Like, how do you get how do you get rid of D-Hop? How do you get rid of the defensive end, Clowney? How do you get rid of Jonathan Joseph? I, I, I'm surprised he took this line.
0: Yeah, Bill O'Brien was coaching like he was still at Penn State. He didn't allow players to lead the team. Texas players said consistent coaches seemed like they were often afraid to call out and correct mistakes that he had made on the practice field. All these guys know, listen, everybody's been in a practice before. Practice is where you're supposed to be able to make mistakes so you won't make them in the game. I just don't think it's ever worked in a sports league where the head coach and the GM were the same person. It did not work with Doc. didn't work with Tom Thibodeau. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work, man. He was the leader. Once people tried to rectify or, you know, just kind of challenge him, they were either traded or released. He's one of those dictators. He'll never get another job again in the NFL, and he'll coach college football because that's what he's supposed to do, coach college football.
1: You got to have checks and balances in big business. And I get it in college, you can be the CEO and you can call out the shots. But when you're, doing, when you're a Fortune 500 company like an NFL team, you got to have checks and balances. And when, what I mean by that is you could be the GM, but you can't also coach. You got to be have somebody tell you what you're doing wrong. So, no, nah, I mean, he, she should have been gone. Speaking of somebody that <laughs> should have probably been gone. <laughs> I think this is your guy, Jay, right? All right. The Washington football team – Pull the plug on young Dwayne Haskins. He was benched this week after a lackluster one and three start. Should have been two and two. That Cleveland game probably cost them a lot more than what we want to admit, them losing to Cleveland the way they did. But that's a side point. One and three, Washington football team, Dan Snyder, Coach Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron to his friends, decided to pull the plug on young Haskins. But here's the thing they didn't pull the plug on him and make him the backup. No, 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 no. Dwayne Haskins was dropped to third string on the Washington football team depth chart. Guys, was this, was this as Coach Locke was saying, too soon, right on time, or an overreaction? I actually think
3: it was too late. All right, when you see a rookie quarterback, okay, Justin Herbert, we saw him play two games. What would we say? Uh, Tyron Taylor ain't getting that job back. If he, he jumped off the screen, he looks like a, he looks like a quarterback in NFL. We said, um, let's talk about Joe Burrow. He played two games. Joe Burrow looks pretty good. He jumps off the screen at you. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he played a whole season last year. And we're still, uh, I, I, think, I, think, I think it was a good, you know.
1: I got one name for you. If I am going to cut about okay. it. I got one name for you. Okay. about Josh Allen. Now, hear me out. If you take that same approach with Josh Allen, that first year of Josh Allen, he was bad. And I mean bad. You take that same approach with him, he's gone. Now, everybody, everybody on this call but me loves Josh Allen this year. But if you take that same approach with Josh Allen after the first year going to year two and pull the plug on him after three or four games, because he didn't jump off the screen to nobody.
2: First of all, Dwayne Haskins didn't play enough last year for him to increase and get better and make those jumps. Second of all, everybody you name, Herbert, Burrow, they have a weapon. Give me Dwayne's, Dwayne Haskins' weapon. Who is he going to throw the ball to? His line is not good. The team is—he doesn't have anything. If I'm running for my life, yes, I'm. He to me, he's doing the best he can, and he should be two and two. Give me Dwayne Haskins' weapons. Who you got?
0: Second-year player, uh, the wide
2: the- receiver.
1: Terry.
0: Yeah. Yes. Who?
1: That's who you banking on.
0: Who? That's, that's a weapon. You banking on Terry McLaurin, dog? And he got Joe Mixon. Give me a star running back in Washington. Okay. It's Stabby. P-Ron. Here is the thing, y'all. This kid had 11 starts total over two seasons. We know as well as I know. Listen, man, you got to have at least 16 games as a starter before you pull the plug on a kid that you drafted in the first round. That's it. He's in a brand new system with no offseason. And with that said system, you got a young offensive line with limited weapons. No weapons. What got him yanked because he was bragging after his good game in week four that's what got his ass yanked he was super playful laughing around after you just got your ass beat by the ravens you can't do that but haskins was never ron rivera's guy this was daniel snyder's guy he's a hometown guy he wanted chase allen I not chase Allen. chase young they're local kids his guy is kyle allen he was his backup quarterback in carolina it's never good for a player to not get reps. Just like Jeff mentioned with Josh Allen, you have to let these kids develop. Josh Rosen never developed. You are ruining the potential of kids if you yank them early like that. The kid is done now. He'll never play in Washington again. And it's a testament of bad leadership, the way that they did this kid. Point me to a lie, that's all I'm saying. What a lie, point me to the lie that anybody said on this. Y'all ready, for
1: Y'all ready to get ready for halftime?
0: Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go to halftime.
1: We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities.
0: Halftime, in case you missed it. Now, former Wichita State forward Shaq Morris stated he was punched twice by his then head coach Greg Marshall during a 2015 practice. And following that incident, Morris and multiple players said that team leader Fred Van Vliet currently who plays with the Toronto Raptors, told an assistant that the players would not practice following the day that Marshall attacked Morris, and unless he apologized, they weren't playing the rest of the year. Now, Marshall also allegedly choked assistant coach Kyle Lindsted during the 2016-17 season, and three eyewitnesses confirmed these allegations. Now, the incidents involving Morris and Linstead were part of numerous allegations of physical and verbal abuse by Marshall against members of the Wichita State program. More than 30 former and current members of the basketball program testified against Marshall. During his six months in investigation, those players were contacted. Can Greg Marshall survive this? Nah,
1: man, you can't be out here putting your hands on people like that. Like, that's, that's insane. Like, that, that guy needs like prayer and anger management.
2: Now, he needs an ass whooping. That's what he needs. Ain't no way an assistant coach, coach. head coach, is going to come and try and choke me. Nah, we finna go at it right here. I don't care who's sitting around. I don't care what players is right here. I don't care what president is right here. You're going to take this ass whooping, and then you can let me go, and I just go on and get another job somewhere. But you're not finna choke me. I'm a grown man just
0: like you a grown man. We're not doing that. Nah, for sure. The allegations are troubling, man. If he punched the kid or choked the coach, He crossed that line, and he's done. You have to learn from your mistakes. Bobby Knight, um, the coach from Rutgers, had these problems. St. John's, like, there have been situations where you're supposed to learn from people's mistakes. Greg Marshall did not. He will make it past this because Wichita State's basketball program is the upper echelon of mid-majors. But let me tell you something. If it's another person that comes out and says anything, one more—I'm talking about one more allegation, whether that's from a former player or a current player—he's cooked and he'll never coach again.
1: I definitely think it's more. If it's if that happened with just that, i has been more than,
0: yeah. Definitely. They use the word maniac to describe Greg Marshall, so there will be more. Yeah,
2: sure. But his early years gonna come back to get him.
0: One hundred percent. It's fair. I just don't understand why people don't learn from people's mistakes, man. Because I understand, kids piss you off. You know, you have allegations and stuff. That happens all the time. Hey, listen, sometimes I want to smack the shit out of Weezy. wheezy. Well, I can't do that.
1: They can have, y'all.
0: Let's get have I'm they sure you want to smack one. me. They can have. I, I, Here's the thing, though, real they quick. Can have. I think he wants to smack me more than I want to smack him. Yeah, Guess what? Damn right. right. I thought about it. Yeah, not know. for sure, but you ain't did it, and you will
1: second, never se- do that. Second yeah. half. Let's go, Jeff. Let's go, Jeff. Let's have,
0: let's go let's, to the second half. Let's go to the second half, guys. Yeah.
1: The second half is underway. full sport
0: press. Second half, the 2020 NBA Playoff Winners and Losers show. Before we get started, I am J-Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Wheezy. What you it do? It's your man, Coach Locke. Coach Locke, the NBA bubble in Orlando is all but over. There will be a champion crown in the coming days. By the time you probably hear this, LeBron James will win his fourth NBA championship. But that doesn't mean only a single team will have a reason to celebrate the Orlando experience. Which players and coaches had the most successful time in the bubble? Which players dropped the ball? We will assess both, everything in between, as we break down the postseason's biggest winners and losers. Let's kick it off, man. Playoff winners, Weezy. Who you got? Who's your first person? My first
3: winner is the Milwaukee Bucks, man. When they started the movement and protested that game, um, I think they started the movement. It, it shook it shook the whole sports world up. Uh, a lot of sports training, like football training camps copied the, did the same thing. Baseball didn't play that night. WNBA didn't play that night. I, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's my first winner for the bubble.
1: All right, uh, I'm going to go with one of Jay's guys. Uh, it always hurts me to have to go with one of his guys just because. So it's going to be Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. would have been the number one pick out of fresh out of college. You know, if there was no injuries to his uh, freshman year in college, to his back and things like that. And right now, you know, throughout the playoffs, you know, he showed that he's supposed to be where he, he's supposed to be there. like One of the prominent players in the league. He's going to be there for years to come. You know, I'm, I'm just happy to see the kid playing. You know, hope he can stay injury-free. And, you know, learn put a little effort on defense. He'll be all right.
0: And sucker-free, too. He does a lot. He says a lot of sucker shit. So Ooh, It's the vegetarian I, way he was raised. So. I wasn't
1: going to go there with it. But, you know, that's, that's your man. So, you can do that.
0: You can, you can do that.
2: I'm going to go with Jeremy Grant with the Denver Nuggets. He's played great in the playoffs. He was a guy responsible for holding LeBron and Kawhi in their matchups with the Lakers and the Clippers. He showed at times that he would be able to score the ball. He had his game where he helped, he carried the team based on whatever games that they won. And he's played himself into some money. You know, he opted out of his $9.3 million option, and he's expected to get paid, which would probably be somewhere around $16 million. The teams that are possibly going to get him, you have the Hornets, the Hawks, and the Pistons as possible landing spots. So I have Jeremy Green is a
0: winner for playing himself into more money. Sure. Um, I have Adam Silver, man. The idea of the 2019-20 NBA season resuming at any point, I was putting house money on that. Not gas money, but house money. And what did they do, man? These guys pushed through. And that's to Adam Silver and the NBA's credit. We're currently in the middle of a historic run with the NBA without a hitch. And the league deserves some credit for extreme challenges that were faced. You know, it wasn't perfect. They had to go through um, a mass quarantine. They also had to go through social injustice. But the way that Adam Silver, who's coming up on his seventh year as the NBA commissioner, manages crisis with relative ease Closing up on a historic run, man, you have to tip your hat to Adam Silver and his team for what they did with the NBA and to keep sports alive, for sure. Weezy, who you got? What's another winner for you, buddy?
3: My next winner was Luka Doncic, man. The way he came out and went toe-to-toe with the Clippers, with total like, drop 40 points before he got hurt. I think he still would have been playing right today if he wouldn't have got hurt.
1: Let's temper that a little bit. They would have lost in the second round, but it was a, it was a fun story. They would have lost to Denver, but it would have been a fun story to see. They, they, they,
3: weezy,
1: weezy, he don't know that, dude. No, nah, he don't
0: know that.
1: Don't. Oh, no, I know that. They no. lost. You <laughs> don't know. Joker what you say,
0: weezy? He don't know that, and nope.
1: you don't nope. either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Yep. Joker would have had a field day on them. And I mean? am going to put Bobon on Joker. Man, get out of here. Anyway. Um. My next person would have been, next winner would have been Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra has somehow coached himself into being one of the, as regarded as one of the better coaches of this, of this era. And possibly going down as one of the greatest ever when really he has just benefited from LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, things like that. Does he do some good things here and there? Sure. A couple of great rotations. Tyler Hero is playing out of his mind. You know, great. But when's the last time the Miami he won 50 games? Anybody? Anybody?
3: When LeBron James played.
1: Exactly. So, yes, they're in the finals right now, but – this team turned it on, taking off the leadership from their leader. I'm pretty sure someone's going to talk about him a little bit later. But Eric Sposer is going to be regarded as one of the greatest coaches of our time when really he's one of the greatest beneficiaries of one of our time. There's nothing wrong with that. But shout out to him.
2: I kind of was on the same page with you, Jeff, but I went more of a bubble of players Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Spo. The reason why you have players like Jimmy Butler who people had written off. They got him out of Philly, said he wasn't a good leader, said he was a cancer for the team, but he goes to Miami. He has them in the finals. Yes, they're down 3-1, but they have those injuries. Then you have Tyler Hero, who you mentioned. Nobody saw him playing like this this early as a rookie. Youngest player ever to score 30-plus points in the conference finals. And then you have Bam out of Bayo. Everybody thought Bam was just your defensive player that's going to rebound and play defense but now he's been on the national stage and showing people that he actually can play, and he has offensive moves and an offensive game too. So Spoel, Tyler, Hero, Bam, and Butler were my winners.
0: It is an Eric Spoelstra love fest. Those who aren't quite paying attention paint a lazy narrative of Eric Spoelstra like Jeff just did. They claim that he rode LeBron and company's coattails with that big three, but you lose Dwayne Wade you lose Chris Bosh to the blood cloud after you give him 100 million bucks and you still stay afloat from 2014 to 2019, there was little evidence still that Spolcher could lead a championship contender without a superstar. This season is evidence enough. Like Coach Locke said, Jimmy Butler exceeded every expectation. He was kicked out of three teams prior to, and now Spolcher is ready to push this narrative all the way to a Hall of Fame career as a really, really good coach, man. This team's tough and adaptable, but it's built in Exposures' image and pulling off this bubble run has been great for his resume. And now I finally can give Eric exposure the credit he deserves. Shout out to Eric Spolstra, man. Weezy, what's up? Another winner for him. Let's hear it.
3: Another winner for me was the Denver Nuggets, man. The, 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 the Joker, Jamal Murray, they put on a show. A lot of people don't watch them things. They play late night. But they put on an absolute – Jamal Murray put on an absolute – in Joker put an absolute
1: show on the bubble. Uh, my next winner, I'm going to keep it in Miami and say the Miami franchise. They're going to be a destination for free agents going forward. You got the cap space. You got the young players. You got a budding superstar in Bam. You got a leader in Jimmy Butler who – it's hard-nosed. And for some reason, they're still paying you, Udonis Hazlitt to play basketball, even though he's really just an extension of a coach in Eric Spoelstra. You know, they're probably listening to you, Udonis more than they listen to Spoelstra. So uh, if you're a free agent right now and you're looking for something that has it already there for you and you got Dragic as a point guard, I believe he's a free agent coming out of this year, though, so they may have to pay him coming up. But if you're a free agent and you're looking for something that's ready-made for you, you're going to Miami, man. You're going to Miami.
2: I'm on the same page with Weezy, man, So I went with Jamal Murray. He redeemed himself from the 2019 playoffs. Everybody said he did what he did in the regular season, then he got in the playoffs, and he laid the goose egg. Well, he, this playoff, he showed that he can be the number one option or the co-star with Jokic. He's a big reason the Nuggets came back from being down 3-1 and sent the Clippers home who were favorites to win the entire thing, not just the Western Conference, but the entire finals. Jamal Murray, that's how you come
0: out the party. Um, I owe Jamal Murray an apology. You know, when they gave him that extension a year ago, I was thinking, is he worth $170 million bucks? The deal now is a no-brainer. No-brainer now. He entered the playoff as a second solid piece. Just a solid little second piece to go alongside Jokic, and he shattered those expectations for sure. He just didn't thrive in the shadow of Jokic. He created his own shadow. And I heard people say he's the next Stephen Curry or Steph Curry in the process. You know, great value, Steph Curry. I heard a lot of that. And he sent home some of your favorite players with step backs, Michael Jordan, S. Layups. I owe him an apology, man. This kid can play bright future in Denver. He enters 2021, though, with the target on his back, all-star expectations, rightfully so. He was one of the more exciting players of the entire bubble, man. So shout out to Jamal Murray. Coach likes guys. Coach likes guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, for sure. It was, hey, it was a low hanging fruit though. Um, what we got? We another winner? Whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa, whoa! Michael Porter Jr. He's predicted to be the number one pick before he got hurt. He went, bro. Nobody was. I ain't even gonna do that. It ain't. It, he a was a number. Was he not the top player in high school? Bro. Did he? How many games he play? It
2: college? don't matter. They knew what he was gonna be. They knew what he was gonna be. Bro, Jamal Murray went
3: seventh overall. You didn't go too far for that one. I'm just saying, you didn't go too far either. What you got, Wiz? Oh, man. I I like that. I went with uh, LeBron James and the Lakers, man. It's a bright spot. Uh, Them boys played through the death of Kobe Bryant. They played through the Black Lives Matter movement. They played through LeBron James being very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. And somehow they they kept it together. And they're really doing a historic historic story thing in a bubble by only losing one game in each series. Shout out to the Lakers, man. And LeBron James for keeping that team together. With a bunch of egos on that team, too. Like he got he got Rondo. He got, you know, uh what's what's just boy? Dwight Howard. All the boys on there, man. He even got J Boy, J.R. Smith. My God.
1: My next winner is gonna be Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry had a knock for being a playoff disappointment, disappeared in the playoffs this year, a little bit last year too, but definitely this year, he outplayed other players on his team with people who were saying they're going to take his position. He outplayed them. He had big moments on offense and defense, and he didn't shy away from the shy away from the big shots or shy away from being in the big moment. Kyle Lowry, man, he stepped up and he's in the last two years, he's becoming a you know, he's always been a big part of that team, but now he's justifying being those, those all star selections and things like that. Shout out to Kyle Lowry. My
2: next one is Anthony Davis. Kind of what Weezy talked about with the Lakers, but this is Anthony Davis' first time playing meaningful playoff basketball, and he is not disappointed. He dominates the floor on both ends, offensive and defensively. He carried the Lakers at times when LeBron was struggling and, or couldn't get it going and the other players wasn't making shots. He gave you those 40-point games. He even has a chance to be finals MVP. So this was Anthony Davis' coming out part in the playoffs because the knock on him was, yeah, he's really good, but he couldn't lead his team to the playoffs. When he did get to the playoffs, they would exit early. So this is his first time getting this meaningful basketball, and he's taking full advantage of it.
0: Most definitely, man. I got LeBron James, man. LeBron Ramon James closing in on his 10th NBA Finals appearance in 17 years being in the league, y'all. Listen what I'm saying. And I'm not the biggest LeBron James apologist. Everybody, Lord, knows this. Everybody knows this. But what he's done in the bubble with no fans, LeBron James has played in front of fans ever since he was in the ninth grade. It's hard to make that adjustment. And especially, I've seen some of our favorite players, including my favorite basketball player, Kobe Bryant, playing at 35 years old, and it didn't look like this. Now, granted, Kobe Bryant had major injuries with an Achilles all the way to um, a broken um, um, wrist and also his shoulder, of course. So with that being said, LeBron James has carried this team to the end of the finish line. He wins another championship this year. He puts himself into a different stratosphere. Steph Curry ruined this great career, 100%. If he could beat those Steph Curry-led teams, it would have been a different – what'd you say?
1: Kevin Durant-led team.
0: No, Steph Curry-led team. You see who's still there. That's the reason why – if it was a situation why, if it was Kevin Durant's team, he would still be there. He's talking about finishing his career in Brooklyn with, with a fucking weirdo. Anyway. Ooh. Let's go back to LeBron James. He's continuing to keep this going, man. I'm getting one more ring out of this and I'm out of here, man. I don't want to see LeBron James low tide. I want to see him playing at the level that he's in right now at 35. Because, man, to get a finals MVP, the way he's about to get a finals MVP. Now, he's pat, he's, he's patting the stats. I get it. But he is the MVP of this finals. And he deserves everything coming to him, man. All right. Listen, I hate LeBron James, but I like LeBron James the person, for sure.
1: I got one more. Okay, go Um, ahead. This is going to sound like we are the world, kumbaya type of thing. But the NBA players and the coaches and, like, the staffs, the fact that they they committed to doing this, entertaining us and giving us this, you know, being away from their families for this long and not having the problems that every other professional league has had (laughs) other than hockey right, in the WNBA that went they did bubbles, everybody else has had problems. And we're talking about the NFL's problems right now. But the NBA got this, started this, and finished, is going to finish this with no outbreaks, no issues, no anything. They should be commended for that. That's another one.
0: Let's move right along to the losers, Weezy. Give me your first
3: loser. <laughs> My first loser, man, he never got a chance to play, was Jamal Crawford, man. Jamal Crawford never – like, he, he, he signed by the team, going to play for the Brooklyn Nets. And got got hurt like in 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 training camp in practice. I hate that for Jamal Crawford. It, that was my first loser. Jamal Crawford,
1: man, he would have cooked in the bubble too because this is wide open basketball. He'd fun to watch. My first loser is Brad Stevens in the Boston front office. Like, you not want to trade those picks for Anthony Davis because you were afraid not going. He wasn't going to stay. Now you're looking like. Eh. Then you got rid of Kyrie because Kyrie was a, 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 a locker room cancer. Haven't done shit without him. So what are you doing? You got they, got further,
0: they got further without Kyrie than with
1: And the words of my, my great barber, the best barber in Nashville, is he always says, well, show me the baby. And you had the baby. You've been pregnant a couple of times. You got to show me the baby. But he, but he also is not a wonder kid coach that everyone is, is touting as one of the greatest minds in the sport of basketball and this, that, and the third. Show it to me. Well, you got the talent. Show it to me. You ain't did nothing. You did a thing. You ain't going to do a thing. With him, they ain't going to do nothing. He kind of handcuffed though, because how
2: do we know Brad Stevens didn't want to make them picks and Danny Ainge didn't? That's what I said, the coach yeah. in
0: the front office. I said, the coach yeah. in the front office. Yeah. The Boston Celtics are cursed for what they did to Isaiah Thomas, and no good will come to them until they successfully complete the reverse of that curse. Bro.
2: Reverse the curse. Reverse the curse, he said. My uh, first loser is none other than Weezy's boy, Danny Green. <laughs> Ain't my boy. He has not been the consistent three and D player they needed him and wanted him to be. He's shooting 35% from the field and 31% from the three-point line in the bubble. Danny Green, you were there to make shots. That was your job. Make shots, play defense, and you are not doing it. You can't be getting those open looks shooting 31% from the three. Danny Green, you are a loser.
3: I completely agree with you
0: on that one, Coach. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Danny Green stunk it the hell up. Um, Another loser for me, well, my first loser, Chicago Bulls, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Jimmy Butler left each of his past destinations on a less than joyous note. After getting Philly um, to the brink of a championship, you trade them to the Heat, sign and trade. You go with Al Horford and Tobias Harris instead. What does Jimmy Butler do? He just takes a team of castaways and people that, you know, aren't really ready to play. Luther Curl type team and gives them solid chemistry, good character, and a great coach that can get you past the level that you want to go to. And we have looked and trashed every stop that Jimmy Butler went to. It was like, man, you know, Jimmy might be a bad teammate. It was, never the, it was never the situation. It was that. It was Carl Anthony Towns. It was a trash-ass Chicago team that we had, and it was the soft light skin of Ben Simmons that got him out of those jurisdictions. And now you see the real Jimmy Butler, man. So shout-out to Jimmy Butler. What you got, Weez? You got another loser?
3: I do. My, uh, my my, another loser for me was the Los Angeles Clippers. We're going to start with that one Lemon Pepper Ludo. Lemon Pepper Lou kicked that off. Fell apart, and I mean, Coach Paul George, it just fell apart. And they, they they lost in the Game Seven. They went two series to a Game Seven, and they finally lost one. So uh, the the Clippers, man, it's my loser.
1: Yeah, we got robbed of that battle of L.A. That was hyped up all year. That would have been nice to see. So definitely, I agree, Weezy. Um, my next winner, and this should have been number one on my list, and I apologize, Russell Westbrook. Russ, he's in Houston for one reason. And the way that team was constructed, Russ had to play one way. He had to give up the jump shot, give up the three ball, and play the point center. I've been talking about this the whole second half of the year. Russ had to do that. Russ contracted COVID um, before the bubble, and then he was injured in the during the play-in games, right? He comes back from that injury and reverted back to bad Russ. He started shooting jump shots, started having turnovers, started playing, didn't play smart basketball. And that cost Houston a lot. They, for, that, for that experiment to work, Russ had to play a certain way. He had to get rebounds, he had to space the floor, and he had to find the open man. When they were doing that, they were fine. And they could, and they could hang with. any. you can say what you want to say, but that team can hang with anybody when Russ played that way. But when he came back, when once they got past the first round, they got past uh, Oklahoma City when, in six games. I'm sorry, seven games should have, should have been over within five. But they got they had to go seven games, and they had to run into the Lakers. Once they had to do that, Russ reverted back to bad Russ. Man, it happens.
2: I couldn't agree more with Weezy and Jeff. I both had the Rockets as losers and the Clippers and Paul George. So I will go to another loser I had, which was Kimball Walker. He was brought to Boston to be the scorer and closure that they needed. They looked for him in closeout games, and he didn't show up becoming the Kimball Walker they thought he would be. They had big leagues in all the games in the conference finals against the Heat, but they could never finish the deal because they didn't have anyone to close out. Jason Tatum, yeah, he had a game or two where he would do it. But when he's not doing it, you need Kemba Walker to step up and do it. And he just couldn't make the shots in the end. He didn't live up to that name. So, Kemba Walker, I have you as a loser.
0: Yeah, that cardiac Kemba shit is over with. Um, we didn't talk enough about Paul George, y'all. Listen, listen, what I'm trying to tell you. Listen, Paul George, and I've been on this show. I was a major fan of Paul George. What, he's a top five to ten player in the league when he's playing at his level. It was never a question. When he goes to the Clippers, it's like, oh, my God, it's over. They, they have a squad. You put Lou Will, you put Pat Bev, add some Morris twin in there, and you got Montrezl Harrell. For Paul George to show up and score 10 points in a closeout game, four for 16 shooting, and people from Indianapolis say this all the time, oh, Paul George ain't really like that. And I would be like, no, 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 it's just a bad team. He didn't have enough around him. He needed more. He needed some help. It don't matter. And then you go into a situation where you nickname yourself Playoff P, and you don't show up in the playoffs, cut the lights out for this dude. And he's talking about, hey, I want to go somewhere and be a number two or number three. I got to bring back Coach Brown. You're the bum of the bubble, dog. It's been a l- – and he's going to have to hear this shit for the next six months. We ain't seeing no basketball until damn January February. He is done. He pack it up. You think depression gonna hit you then when you was in that bubble? Depression gonna hit you now. Cause you just let the entire NBA down. You I don't know anybody's gonna take up for you. You got dock fired. I gotta talk about that too. They got my dog out of there. We're gonna get to that. Uh,
3: another loser for me was uh it was so bad that I think they got rid of him was Chris Weber. This is I mean, Chris this was your time to shine, dog. You know, it wasn't gonna be no crowd there. It was gonna be just you. Like, come on, let's go. Prepare yourself. You didn't go. Ahead, like, like, like you tell me, somebody would have got fired behind that. Like, you need. Like, I don't. You didn't do good, Chris Weber And not only did we know it, shit, everybody know it. He know. Like know say, he know, she know. All know. Everybody know it, man. Chris Webber. My goodness.
1: That's that's funny, Weez, But you're right. You're right. My next loser is. Again, this probably should have been first too. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, you two-time MVP. You most undeserved two-time MVP since Steve oh, hot, 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 hot. hot. My goodness, hot, hot, man. Hot, 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 hot. The fact that you're in the Eastern Conference. I had this argument this week. He's Kevin Love. He's Chris Bosh. Same thing. Anthony Davis before he found LeBron James. You put those players on their Milwaukee Bucks team, same thing happens. Kevin Love, Minnesota goes to Milwaukee in the East. Looks the same way. Chris Bosch, if he had the time, if he didn't smartly leave Toronto and go play <laughs> with Dwayne Wade and LeBron and form the Heatles, same thing. Oh, Yantis. As Weezy call him. Yantis as Weezy call him. Hey man, I've been saying this for years. People call me a hater. People say what they want to say. Show me. Show me, that's it. What Manny say, Jeff? It ain't funny no more. It ain't funny no more. Hey, that's all I'm saying.
2: Mm. You right, Jeff, man. (laughs) You always see it. That that, that Giannis looked funny in the light. It's good right now, but you didn't ever see it, and you were right. You were definitely right. And I had him as a loser, the Bucks. Came out the East as favorites. Yeah. Posting the best record in the NBA, and then you losing the second round to the Celtics. And not only do you lose, but you lose 4-1. Not even close. You can't make it close. Can't go game seven. Giannis, I know you got hurt, but that wasn't an excuse. This was before. Y'all are not supposed to have the best record in the NBA and then get beaten in the second round 4-1. Yeah, I know you was off, but everybody was off. Everybody's playing in the bubble, No pressure. Chris Middleton was playing great. So... What was the problem? Giannis, man, you got to make some noise next year or you're going to be on that list.
0: Sure, let's shit on the bugs, then, man. I got Mike Budenholzer. Um, here's the thing Coach Bud, we've seen this story before. The Atlanta Hawks had the best record in the entire Eastern Conference. He got four people go to the damn All Star game and you lose in the same round. He did not use your two time MVP the way that you're supposed to do. It puzzles me to this day that he only played 30 minutes in an entire game. Like you have a MVP playing 30 minutes a game with no rotation, with no situation where you adjust to the Miami Heat and what they do. He remains to be an impressive coach. I understand. And the regular season success means little at this point, the same way it happened to him in Atlanta. He is now have the hottest hot seat, hot 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 seat in the entire Eastern Conference, man. I'm telling you what, you have to get creative with the answers to Kumpo, or he's leaving, and the rest of that roster, or you're gonna be packed up just like how you were packed up out of Atlanta. For sure. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, I got one more, man. It would be James Harden, not Russell Westbrook. The Rockets squandered another year of Harden's prime, 2019, Gosh. 2020. Here's the thing. The story has always been somebody else. It was Melo. I say this every show. It was Carmelo Anthony. Oh, it was Chris Paul. Oh, now it's was Russell Westbrook's fault. You got my guy on this damn show blaming his own boy to be the reason as to why the Rockets didn't prosper. Hello, this fucker didn't show up. He didn't show up. He's been eliminated in the second round in back-to-back years. He's struggling to make an impact whatsoever on an off-ball shooter or a cutter. Yeah, he still got 29, but they still lost in the second round. And what they're gonna do is blame Russell Westbrook's playoff shortcomings because of this doofus of a basketball player. He was at the turkey leg hunt the exact next weekend. He's ready to kick it. Pack him the hell up. Get him up out of here, man. I can't wait to the situation where we finally split the script and blame him like we blaming Giannis, like we blaming Coach Bud. Let's look at it. It's right in front of our face. What did CP do when he left? Prosper. What did Melo do when he left? Prosper. What was Russell Westbrook before that? A fucking MVP. Now we got in a situation where we packing Russell Westbrook up. We sending him out to pasture. Oh, he's done. He's not. He can't do shit. He goes plays in New York next year. He'll look just like Russell Westbrook of old. It's James fucking hard. There you have it.
1: I had another loser, but I'm not going. Behind. I'm not. I'm not going after that. Nope.
0: You see, no, you know, Jeff. You I, see how you got yourself? You blaming <laughs> your own guy, man. It ain't his damn fault. It's that fool. I'm gonna close my notebook.
2: Yeah. yeah, I sure don't know if that turkey little hook picture
0: was uh. Recent or not? It, was,
1: it was recent. Yeah. He had on the James Harden 5s. <laughs> you a real sneaker, dude, because you can, you can spot out the James Harden 5s. Tell you yeah. right now, James Harden have on the James Harden 10s, and I wouldn't know what the hell them look like. Bitch, is going to be real.
0: He's a sorry sack of shit, man. And Weezy, he's going to disappoint you every time. He do it every year. Oh, James Harden in the regular season, he cooking. He's, he's prolific. <laughs> and then you'll call me. <laughs> ring, ring. Man, you watching James Harden? I can't believe this shit. Jay, you tell me every year. And he do this shit to me every year. You know what? I'm done with him. Fuck James Harden.
2: Fuck him. At least go fit in the regular season again. And he yeah.
0: goes back to the regular season. He's doing this shit. You see the, you, you see James Harden? You see the beard? I bought a backwards t-shirt because of him. Oh, oh shit. Oh,
1: oh let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
0: That's another show in the books, man. We appreciate everybody pulling up, man. That's probably the last basketball talk. Listen, Jeff, do you see how we righted our wrongs on this? I'm giving LeBron James Craig. Listen, I'm giving him credit. You publicly shaming Russell Westbrook. It's, it's coming full circle, man. Full damn circle.
2: 2020,
0: man. 2020.
1: Bro. That's definitely 2020.
0: 2020. <laughs> Coach, like you damn right, boy. I tell you what, Coach. You're the wisdom of this show. <laughs> keep boy boy, you are my only friend. I always tell you that. You're the only damn friend I got. The only damn friend I got. The only what? I'm going to cry. I tell you what. <sighs> the only damn friend I got, man. I depend on you. In Houston. I said say cold goddamn man. Just real shit. quick. Cuz yeah, cuz we can't depend on Weezy. I can't even get Weezy. From Weezy. Man, come on with this I can't shit. even get Weezy. From Weezy. Weezy. Listen, I can't even get wings. I can't even listen. get a damn thing. I ain't have AC in my car, and you couldn't get me wings. i never forget that. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, dog. I'd be like, Coach Log, I'm going to be real, dog.
3: Come on, I'm on the
0: side of the road. Coach Log like, in Houston, Texas. If it was a situation where nobody in the world would come get me, Coach Log would drive from Houston, Texas to pick me up, bro. Because he wouldn't do it for you, coach. He wouldn't go get your ball from Brick Church.
3: He wouldn't go get your damn ball from Brick Church. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know why? Because it was your dumb ass fault. <laughs> to listen, I ain't picking <laughs> up no shit for you. Now tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, man, don't forget to tell a friend, a real friend. Tell tell your
1: only friend.
0: <laughs> yeah wheezy everything paid for it right damn right jeff
1: the camera is always on
0: it's <laughs> like my only friend you definitely gotta get a drummer song you damn right man the revolution uh, will be podcasted. cameraman we are
2: out life moves pretty fast if you don't stop
1: and look around once in a while you could miss it Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend.
0: The revolution will be podcasted.